This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. After all these years ago, and if Mark Hughes was our manager, you wouldn't go Mark anymore. Hughes is our manager, I wouldn't go. Not a chance, no way. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, Almunia saves, knock out, follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini! I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast, the only Watford Football Club podcast immortalised in a subway. My name's Justin. And I'm fed up. Why are you fed up, mate? Come on. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> oh, mate. Where do we begin after yesterday with, with the game against Norwich? Just, I mean, we, I, I, I've seen some bad stuff at Vicarage, as you have over the years. Yeah. But I just came away from that game just feeling completely and utterly like I can't be bothered anymore. I generally just cannot be bothered to go and spend my money going home and away watching that rubbish it is rubbish as well it really is rubbish there was nothing in that at all that I thought well at least someone performed well or at least I can see what's going on with the pattern of play there's none of that the highlight for me was the pyrotechnics during Zed cars and the floodlights half going out that was it that was the highlights of that game against Norwich absolute rubbish I don't know where we go I don't know where we go now I mean at at the time of recording 3.24 on Saturday the 22nd of January Claudio Ranieri is in a job can't see that lasting can you? no not after that I mean, we talk about, you know, the, the, the whole reason that he came in to, to change things, you know, to, 
to put us in a position where we're we're at least going to compete in games. We're not. No. You know, we're we're, we're not competing. We're, nothing's changed. It's it's the same old. You know, are we any better off than we would have been under our previous manager? No, probably not. not. No, we're not. You know, no. Um, and I and I think you hit the hit the nail on the head the, the other day talking about. If you actually look at Ranieri's, you know, tenure in charge at Watford, what you know, we've won, we've beaten Man United. A really poor Man United, mm-hmm. who then sat their manager, and we've beaten an Everton side that who've sacked their manager again, <laughs> sat their manager, and really poor. When you look at it on paper, we're we're you know we're woeful, <laughs> we're we're really bad. Well, the previous manager in this division won two games: Aston Villa yep. and, funnily enough, Norwich away. Norwich away, yeah. Ranieri's won two games. Any other manager that took the reins at the beginning of October, we're what almost at the beginning of February now, November, mm. December, January. So four months winning two games under the Pozzos would be gone. I think yeah. it must be his reputation as a as a manager that's won the Premier League and has managed some big teams in the past that's keeping him in a job. Um, because if that was anybody else that we'd scouted through the Georgian leagues or wherever else we find managers, he'd be gone by now. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the the, the big fear for me is, and I. And I you know, there was a lot of um, frustration and anger last night from, from most Watford supporters when they left the club. You know, uh, left the left the club, left the game. <laughs> and I think for for me at the at the time, I, I called it and said he's got to go. You know, we, uh, it was on the uh, on the match day vlog last night. It, it, he's got to go. I, I stand by that. I, I don't see what he adds by by keeping him. Um, and you know, there's going to be an argument from people that will say, well, okay, who comes in? Mm. And not only who comes in. Who's going to want the job? It, they're, they're, and it's a fair point. Mm. You know, who's going to want the job? You know, what, what, what's the best thing to do? Do we carry on down this road and hope that he, you know, he comes good? But based on what I've seen, I just, I can't see it. I just can't see it changing. There's a couple of moments in the match that have um, actually been pointed out by people. For example, when the floodlights failed, instead of gathering the players together and saying, "Look, come on, we're one 0 down here." We've got a chance to regroup now. We need to do this. We need to do that. They were sort of standing individually, sort of kicking balls between them or Mm. doing individual little warm-ups and stuff. You know, there was a perfect opportunity there that isn't a half-time break or, you know, it's an unexpected little moment where you could go, right, come here, lads. Listen, you need to be doing this. You need to be doing that. There was none of that at all. The substitutions, I think, are weird. Dennis doesn't look like he wants to play for us anymore after this whole AFCON thing. You know, since that's been uh, an issue, he's been poor. I can't think of any player out there, really, that covered themselves in glory last night. Pedro, maybe. Um, Hardly glory, I suspect. He was the the six out of ten, while the others were sort of threes and Still very frustrating to me, Jao Pedro. And he he did it against... And I know he got the equaliser against Newcastle, but, you know, it's almost like he he thinks he's... He just wants to take that extra touch or just hang on to the ball for that extra second rather than get it, you know, get it forward and get it... And yesterday, as you just said, there wasn't any real player that, that stood out that I thought, you know, they, they had a good game. But going forward, we, we just didn't know what to do. We just putting it side to side. You know, Gavin Marm would have had an absolute field day in that game. <laughs> it was just sideways stuff and just no penetration. I don't think we really worried Norwich at any point, no. uh, apart from the, the second half where the, the defender and the, uh, the keeper had a bit of a, a melee um, and we, we, we could have got in. Um, there was a goal that was chalked off for offside. Chalked off for offside, yeah. If you take the season as a whole, we are where we deserve to be on the performances mm. that we've given. Uh, I yeah, had yeah. very, very high hopes for this season. 
but you know, it's it's not to be. I I, I can't think of any other outcome other than relegation now. Really, it's on the yeah. form that we're putting in, it's relegation form and has been for three four months now. It's going to take a miracle now to pull this round. I can't think how it's going to work, how it's going to happen. The, the, the league doesn't lie, no, you know, at the end of the day. You know, you have to take your, your, your hat off to, to Norwich last night. They did a job on us. You know, they came there. They they looked up for it pretty much in the first five minutes. I, I thought they were, you know, starting to dominate the game. And then as soon as we went out, that one, that one goal behind... We were always chasing the game then, mm. and we just didn't look like we were getting in behind anyone or causing any problems. So you know, we're, it, it's the same old story for for me. We're we're just the, the masters of our own downfall. Sometimes you know, the first goal, idiotic defending. Yeah, to be get, fair, I didn't see it, it at the time, but that cheeky little back heel to get it into the oh, it's a beautiful goal. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, I don't know if he meant to do that, but doesn't matter that's that's a yeah, great the old goal scorpion kick it's a fantastic yeah. goal you know and you sometimes you just have to doff the cap but yeah it, it's it's the lead up to that you know it's it's the defensive errors that ball is going out so okay he's trying to he's trying to keep Pookie away from the ball but to me it looks like he thinks he gets a nudge off Pookie, a, you know a nudge but yes. and he thinks i'll go down hmm. because in italy i'm sure that would have been given but that's here, true yeah Nothing, you know, and it, it, it's it's mistakes like that that at this time of the of the season mm. we can't afford. We can't afford anymore. When is our next game? Is it is it the Burnley game away? Burnley game is the next game. Yeah, because so there's an international break coming up, is there? Yeah, and then the fifth is the Burnley game, um, and then the West Ham game's the eighth. You know, and you start to look at those fixtures now that are, that are coming up. We said at the very beginning these three games are huge. You know, Newcastle we've got a last minute draw. Norwich we didn't turn up. Burnley, you know, we're going into that game off the back of a, a bad defeat and without our top goal scorer being present now. Of course, because he got sent off. There was a, a mystery yeah. moment for us last night going, why is Dennis I running out? <laughs> I didn't see it. I just, I just saw him walk off and I thought, where's he gone? Yeah. And I started to look around, like the people around us, and yeah. I said, Dennis has just walked off. Has he like, had a strop or something? <laughs> you know, I just couldn't get, I just didn't see it. And then it was a guy in front of me, he said, are you joking? I was like, no, he's, he got sent off. Yeah. Oh, all oh, right. <laughs> okay. Didn't see it. He did. did. Wasn't the last transition of managers during an international break? Yeah, it was. I think it was, yeah, wasn't it? So it was. You wouldn't put it past I, I the board. Cannot, I generally cannot see that Ranieri will be in charge for the Burnley game. I would be I would be surprised. I'd even put money on it to say that he wouldn't be in charge for that for that mm. game I just can't see it happening well this actually brings us round to another point actually we've started doing some Twitter spaces after games where we basically go live on Twitter and anybody can tune in and we'll bring people in to talk um, one of the guys that came on last night said how about Rooney as the next manager which I thought was a pretty poor idea but we you know both of us are going where's the next manager going to come from and you keep saying and I keep saying who'd want it mm. that's not a bad shout because you, you wouldn't want to stay at Derby necessarily would you to be playing in uh, whatever <coughs> the third tier is next season no you wouldn't but honestly and truthfully I, I think would Wayne Rooney want to come to Watford and well I don't know you know it's it's, it's, it's hard I mean the other one that, that cropped up with with a conversation uh, today with um, when I was out this morning was, you know, a similar thing. Who would, who would want the job? And mm. you, you know, you kind of look around who's available. Mm. I mean, the Spanish waiter just got sacked at uh, Everton. Yeah. I mean, he had a, he had a torrid time there. Pedigree wise, maybe not a bad idea, but 
again, would he want the job because of the, the transfer policy at the club? I, I'm pretty sure he's a, he's a type of manager who would want the say on who he has. I'm going to read you something from the Sun website now. This was posted up on the 18th of January, so this is four days ago. Uh, this was before the Norwich uh, defeat. Uh, debacle. A debacle. <laughs> Are you ready for this? I don't know if you know about this or not. I don't. Go on. Frank Lampard is the outright favourite to replace Claudio Ranieri as Watford manager. That's according to bookmakers Betfair, who've updated their next manager market as the pressure increases on Ranieri at Vicarage Road. I would be ecstatic Seriously. if Frank Lampard came in. I just can't see it. Well, do, you want, do you want me to give you the rundown of odds? Yeah, go on. Frank Lampard, 7-2. to two. These prices are correct as of the 18th of January. Paolo Fonseca, 5-1. to one. I don't, don't know, know who that is, is, do you? Yeah, no. So that, <laughs> but that, but so that's not that'll unusual. Be one, <laughs> that'll be the one then. <laughs> that's not unusual for Watford. Daniel Farker, 8-1. to one. Okay. Scott yeah. Parker, 8-1. to one. Oh, please no. Yeah. Rafa Benitez, 10-1. There you go. That's that's not a bad little bet. 10-1. Yeah. to one. Manuel Pellegrini, 10-1. to one. Sorry, what? Manuel Pellegrini, 10-1. to one. <laughs> Okay. Right. Now wait for this next one. This next one. Wow. If Manuel this... Pellegrini is the same odds as Rafa Benitez. Yeah. Yeah. Is this the sun? It's the sun, yeah. But it's, oh, co- okay. it's come that from Betfair. Well, it's it come then. from Betfair. Oh, okay. Okay. 10 to 1. Yeah, well, you right, wait, till, okay. wait till you hear this next one, though. 14 to 1, Tony Mowbray. <laughs> Can you imagine what? Tony Mowbray? <laughs> that, that actually fills me with dread. Uh, 16 to 1. Here, guess who 16 to 1 is? Oh, God, I don't want to know. Mark Who Hughes. No, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go. I generally wouldn't go and watch it. You'd give up going. I'd After give all up. These I'd, years. Go, I'd go to see uh, Boreham Wood and Lloyd Doyley or someone like that. Seriously, yeah. after all these years of going, if Mark Hughes was our manager, you wouldn't go Mark anymore. Hughes is our manager. I wouldn't go. Not a chance. No way. All right. Also 16 to 1. Marcelino. Marcellino. Any ideas oh, who that is? Yeah, I'm sure he was the old left back for... Oh, I can't, he played in Spain. Brazilian guy. I've never heard of him. Yeah. I don't know okay. who he is. Uh, and right. at 20 to 1, uh, Graham Potter. Like he'd come to us. We're, like he'd come here. Honestly. Yeah. My God. That, I'd say that's more like 100 to 1. He's, he's having a fabulous season at Brighton. Yeah. Not a chance. No. Well, no why way. do you want to manage us in the championship yeah. next season? And that's what... But, but that's that's the state our club's in currently that we're we're completely and utterly writing off. And he, I know he's had a good season this year, mm. but, but people like that because we know and we're we're being heavily linked with you know Mark Hughes and well, oh, it's, it's, it's not heavily linked with Mark, Mark Hughes because he's six, sixteen to one. I can see the disappointment in your face about Mark Hughes. You really don't you really don't look happy. <laughs> No, about that, that would really all. upset me. I mean, that would be a throw my season ticket at Scott yeah. Duxbury really? job. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It says in the article here, Mark Hughes, every time I read Mark Hughes now, I'm laughing after you say that. Mark Hughes has made it clear he would like a return to top flight management and is offered at 16 to 1 to get his wish. Right. Go elsewhere. <laughs> Don't come to Watford. Free agent Rafa Benitez, who was sacked by the Toffees, and Rael Betis's Manuel Pellegrini are locked together at 10s, while Blackburn boss Tony Mowbray has been added to the list at 14-1. to 1. I didn't even know he was still managing. I thought he was sort of so old, he was put out to pasture now, Tony Mowbray. He's, he, he, he's one of those blokes that will never grow he, up to be as old Bla- as he looks. I think he's at Blackburn. He's at Blackburn, sure yeah. He's a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he, done, he's, done, he's done all right. He's actually <clears throat> he's got them ticking over quite nicely. But again, why would he want to leave? Hmm. 
It's got a quite comfortable job there. Honestly, I mean, people might shoot me for this, but I wouldn't necessarily be completely against Rafa Benitez in the sense of I think he had a real, real bad time at Everton and yeah. he's probably got a point to prove. Yeah. Um, yeah and think, if you ask Newcastle Yeah, fans, but I mean, it's it's one of those, isn't it, that, you know, it's the same as Ranieri. You, you hear these names and you think, oh, yeah, you know, when Ranieri came, it's like, really? Ranieri? Yeah. I don't think what it's has the same done? Claudio Ranieri that we, we saw a few years ago. I think mm. Fulham, you know, when he was at Fulham, he kind of got found out there as well. Yeah. Uh, I think well, he's been very, very fortunate to get another crack at a Premier League job. Do you know what? I'd love it. <laughs> I'd love it if it was Mark Hughes just to see your face and look at and watch you say, I'm not going anymore. <laughs> I'm not going. I promise you. If it's Mark Hughes, I'm not going. <laughs> that would make not me laugh so much. Chance. If he was announced and he went, well, I'm not going anymore. That's I'm not it. going. <laughs> I, I, but I wouldn't have to wait long. I'd probably be uh, maybe a couple of months I'd miss. Yeah. And then it would yeah, be true. over. So it wouldn't be a problem. So I'd have no issue missing that. Yeah. Utter, utter dross. For Frank Lampard, you know, we're talking about would, why would they take it? It's an opportunity for him to, you know, if he kept Watford in the Premier League, what an amazing achievement, yeah. you know, quite, quite honestly. Yeah, yeah. I think, I don't know, I mean, who's he managed? Derby, is it? Was Derby it? done really well with him. Yeah. Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea, which again, some people might say it was a little bit too much for him. Too, uh, too much too soon. He's got to be younger than us, isn't he? Frank Lampard. Probably he, between us no, and age, isn't he? He's, he's older than me, younger than you, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, so he's probably late 30s, early 40s, isn't he? I'd have thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Boothroyd was thirty-five or something ridiculous when he came to Watford. So you know, it can it can happen and it can work. But it's got to be. I mean, at the moment, as of now, at this stage, if you said to me, Ranieri out, Lampard in, I'd go anything. Anything's I'd snap got, your arm off. Anything's got to be better than what we got at the moment. But you have to wonder whether it's something a bit further up that might need changing as well. I don't know. I don't know what goes I, on in boardrooms. I don't really no, understand I all that. I, I think, I'm sure it was on the podcast, or I, I, when, when we, we had a chat, I said that, you know, if this Claudio Ranieri appointment doesn't work and we get relegated, there are, there has to be questions asked about the ownership and their their policies and procedures about the, the management situation. You know, it, it's it's becoming a point now where, you know, we're, we're, we're so used to getting rid of managers it's water off a duck back, which is wrong. It is. We wrong. shouldn't be. We shouldn't be like that. No. It's... No. But someone has to be the blame. Someone has to take of course. the blame. And of course. I, I have been a, a defender of Ranieri, but some of the substitutions he makes are just absolutely unbelievable. We bought on. Mm. Uh, Kiko was obviously tired or had a knock or something yesterday. He didn't exactly sprint off when he was substituted. But but to bring on Kuchka as right back, who then goes on to well, score an own goal. Yeah, scored a, scored a great goal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and Ken Semmer makes another appearance for Watford. Um, I am. Um, I, that's when I got up off my seat. It and is. Said, enough's enough. <laughs> it's, it's Goodbye. Got... <laughs> that's, not, that's not lies, by the way. As soon as Ken Semmer came on, I didn't see you again. <laughs> no, I went, I'm going now. Because I knew nothing was going to change when Ken Semmer come on. You yeah. might as well have brought just stop the game again for a minute. It said, um, "Who fancies playing here?" On yeah, the left? anyone, anybody, anyone. Just, yeah, yeah. I mean, well. I, I couldn't even tell you how good the new signings are because I haven't had a chance to watch them. I've just been too busy fretting about yeah, I the don't, patterns of play. They didn't, they didn't really cover themselves in glory last night. I thought um, no one did, though. To be fair, did they? No, they didn't. No, Camera got. I mean, he probably was one of the better players out there. He didn't look At like he it... wanted to go to the byline and make a cross. Though. No, Every time the ball no, went he... forward, he would knock it back to Dennis, who then would run in and try and 
you but know, then is that, swing is that, it in. If, is that what the manager wants? They want them don't to know. overload that we, middle, you know. We don't know what we, the manager wants, do we? That's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. He's got no no style. I can't work out what Ranieri's style is. I mean, when we do press, we play well. That's been proven. And then when we sort of hang back, we just invite on pressure. Honestly, Norwich, no disrespect to Norwich at all, but they haven't lit the uh, premiership up this year. I, I think I read somewhere that before last night they'd scored three goals. I don't know if that's mm. right or not. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I, I, I think I read last night that this season so <laughs> far they've scored three goals and they doubled that last night just by playing us. That might be wrong. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, no disrespect to Norwich at all, but they're not stylish or impressive. And they made us look like they really did. I mean, it was just... <laughs> and it's just not nice. Yeah, I yeah, don't like did. looking like that. I don't like... No, Teams coming to our ground and making us look ordinary or poor. It should yeah. be a fortress. It always used to be Vicarage Road. It always used to be a fortress. And now it's just a place where anyone can come and pick up three points, it seems. We got mugged off last night. You know, no no question. They, I don't know exactly how many goals they've scored this season, but it isn't a lot. I might and be wrong with the three goals. No, nah, yeah, but, they, but either way, it, it isn't a lot. And at the end of the day, they've, got, they've come to an... You know, they've come to Vicarage Road and scored three goals against us, which isn't good enough. No. I, it wasn't long after we went to their place and scored three goals that they got rid of their manager. No, that's true. That's very true. But what a, I, what a difference. What, a, what an absolute difference that was. I mean, you <laughs> went to that Norwich away game, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the one where we had, was it Dennis doing the acrobatics uh, after it. scoring a yeah. goal? And, you know, there was just some fight in the team. There's no fight in the team. There's no passion. You know, there was all the glitz and the glamour last night, the fireworks and letters from Sizoko coming in your inbox, in your email about, you know. Oh, what a badly timed letter though, eh? That's rubbish. And if you looked Weird. at the bottom of that as well, it actually said, you could see that somebody else had written it because it said Sizoko signature or something and then his name underneath it as if, they were supposed oh. to take that bit out and put a signature in. It was just, it was absolutely knocked up by somebody else and said to <laughs> said to Moose, do you well mind done, if we Watson. send that? Yeah, do you mind if we send that out in your name? And he probably went, whatever. Yeah, I don't. Whatever, mind. I don't probably care, didn't yeah. even know anything about it. You know, it wasn't. He, yeah. he hadn't sat down and thought. Do you know what? I'm going to communicate with the fans as the captain here. I'm going to I'm going to knock up an email and see if they'll let me send it out. All they've done is gone get Harry to knock up something a little bit sort of you know. Yeah, Fire in the belly. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that's yeah. that's it. And then show it to Musa in French, and and he'll say we oui or no. Then we'll send it out in his name. Good, good French, Justin. Like it's not it. bad, is it? It's not bad at all. So yeah, I mean, as we speak now, Ranieri is still in a job, but by the time we put this podcast out, who knows? Who knows? Um, well, who knows? I can take a guess. I think I think it's going to be you and I talking about the excitement of Frankie Lamps next time we uh, next time we convene. Potentially, potentially, and uh, you know, I, I I wouldn't have an issue with with Frank Lampard at all. Mm. I just have an issue with what I watched last night. It's actually, I mean, it's ruined my weekend. I'm not going to. It does. Gonna, you lose on a Friday does, night. Yeah. Your, your weekend's ruined. And just going back to Frankie Lamps, there, would you want to take on a, a job that you knew was going to end up in failure? I mean, you know, failure is being relegated. And although somebody else has put you in that square, you're going to be brought in to be told, look, ideally we don't want to go down, but if we do, fine. Um, would you want that job? Would you go, tell you what, I'll, I'll talk to me again in if, May where I, when if, I know where you are and we'll, we'll we'll go from there? If I was Frank Lampard, I'd be, I'd be looking at it going, do you know what, if the Everton job comes up, I fancy that. Well, because which you know, if he does come to Watford, he will have a relegation on his CV. Well, nobody wants more than that. likely. More than likely, nobody wants a yeah. relegation on their CV. I guess last time round, it's Hayden Mullins that's got a relegation on his CV, isn't it? Because he was in charge when we went down. He was in charge, yeah. 
you know, despite the yeah. fact it was nothing to do with him, really. It was probably more to do with Javi and then Pearson, you know, did actually manage to pick us up a bit. But it's Hayden Mullins that got the relegation on his CV. Well, so that, that season for me, I think the, the, we got relegated at uh, the time when they brought Kiko Sanchez Flores back. Oh, what a mistake that was. That was early September. I mean, that, What a mistake at a maker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was another four managers in a season, wasn't it, I think? Yeah, yeah, just at the point, you know, he'd he, he done a great job and he'd he done a great job in his first stint. Fantastic. Yeah, and well, he, I don't know about a great job. Like it, was, had, it, was, well, but it was all right. In, in the grand scheme of things, he kept us up and that was, that was his remit to do. And, you know, the second time round, it was, he, you know, just never got going. You, you always knew what it was what it was going to end in, you know, in that season, you said yourself after the Brighton game, oh, we're, we're, we're banging trouble this season. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, just crap, mate. But I could, you know, I, I didn't think that at the beginning of this season, I thought, uh, you know, I mean, obviously there were telltale signs, things like the Wolves game. I always bang on about the Wolves game, but you know, we should have probably done better there. We should have probably beaten Newcastle. And then you look at games like Brentford away, no disrespect to any of these teams, by the way, but you'd fancy yourselves against these teams and, yeah, nothing came of it, and I don't expect to even. Well, we still haven't kept a clean sheet, by the way. That is a terrible statistic. And we and we don't look like we're gonna. No, we don't look like we're gonna. It's it's no. horrible. You know that every time you go to watch a game, statistically, the other team is going to score against us. What? A well, it almost feels thought. to me like we, we, we every game we're going into, we're starting at a deficit. Yeah. So we're already chasing the game because you already know that you've got to score. Yeah, exactly. One. Yeah. At least you know to get something out of the game. Which we did against West Ham, and then we lost four one. Four one, yeah. It's just, you know, it's just horrible. It's, it's just, it's literally very, very boring and and, and horrible. And really, I just like to now fast forward to the end of the season, see where we are. I suspect it's going to be relegation, and then you know, you're not going to keep players like Sar again for another go. He'll be off. I, I generally think if uh, I will say if we go down currently, but if we go down, I think there'll be a massive cull of that of that team of, well, of the players that anyway. we've got. There needs to be anyway. Yeah. They're, they're not interested. Yeah, they're not. They're not good enough. They're not good enough for the, for the Premier League. And, and again, this comes back to my issue with the ownership in the sense of um, recruitment and the policies that are in place about recruitment. I, I don't think it's right. I think it's now gone the other way. It worked, and it was a recipe that worked for five years or so. But I, have we been found out? Is that the right terminology I want to yeah. use? But yeah, we have. Yeah. I, I, I just think it's it's now the it's now gone the other way. We're not bringing in players that, as a club, we need to build a good squad. We're bringing we're bringing in players that have potential to you know to to work. And I and I use players that have got you know uh, Ben Wilmot mm. gone up to Stoke, yep. having a having a great time. Yeah, Hughesy now at Palace. We had Palace fans on the on the Twitter space last night saying, you know, we can't believe that you've sold Hughes. <laughs> No, neither I can't can we. We've neither can we. You know, and we're cry- we're crying out for a player like Hughesy in that midfield at the moment. Mm. Just crying out for it. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm... I think we need a fans forum fairly urgently so that we can actually mm. anybody, whether it's going to be done by some sort of lottery or whatever, whoever gets to actually sit in the room can look yep. the owners in the eyes and say what's going on. What what, yep. what is the recruitment policy? What are the hopes and ambitions? For the, the for the team for the for the for the club because it's it's hard to tell with the football that's going on and you know it's not doing the talking is it the football sometimes the football doesn't no. talk and you go oh I see what's at stake here we have got some great players I'm, that want to play I, for us I got told last night I don't know how true this is <clears throat> anybody that's um, sits in the rookery maybe you can you can tell me if this is true or not some toilets in the rookery were 
absolutely destroyed and vandalised by our own set of fans based on you know what was seen on the on the on the pitch. You know, really? I'm not in any way you know sanctioning that that's okay because you know clearly it's not. But the fact that we're now in a position where fans are tearing up destroying, our own stadium, yeah. going around our own stadium, destroying bits of it in frustration is an indication that things aren't right quite a strong one. Fan... yeah yeah, yeah. It, things aren't right in the fan base and it needs addressing yeah, it and does, you yeah. they need to come out and say you know stop arcing on with these supporters groups about you know everyone do you know you've all got your own supporters group get everyone together you know however you want to do it as Watford supporters and talk to us as fans about what on God's earth is going on up there. Yeah. Because the fact that they're not saying anything now is is frustrating. It's frustrating me. Mm. It, it's now starting to spill out. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was something else I read. Somebody else posted something somewhere, which was along the lines of, you know, uh, the last time we got relegated, we were messing around with a new badge that no one asked for or needed. And we ended up with the old one because that's what people like. Um, we're messing about now with these sort of wokey ideas of this, that and the other. And not really, our focus should be on the football, on the pitch. Yeah. And and once that's all ticking along nicely, then you can start looking at these other things. But I've also seen that the, the renaming of the stadium has raised its ugly head again. We're looking at the wrong things. We're fiddling about with the wrong things. We need to be looking at the football and we need to be looking at the results and the players and the manager. And then when, <coughs> once that's all ticking over nicely, then we can start worrying about if we need to change the name of the stadium or... If we yeah, need more of these, these wokey groups or whatever, but yeah, it's it's um, thoroughly depressing, you know, mate. Yeah, as far as it's, it's bad, mate. It, it's gone full circle for me. You know, when we first started this podcast, yeah. And then we've had has, we've yeah. had a great yeah we've had a great time in the in the championship. Obviously, we couldn't go. There was the odd occasion we went, mm. but it felt good. Mm. And now it kind of feels like we've gone full circle and back to square one a, a, a little bit, which which is a shame, you know. And we're, we're talking about managers who who might come into the club who would actually want the job, you know. From a player's point of view, looking at Watford, you've got a, a, a list of teams, maybe three or four teams to pick from to come and play your football with. Mm. Is Watford going to be one of them based on what you know? Nah. you know, based on what you've heard. No, no. I, I just, I just think it's 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 a dangerous, dangerous game that the owners are playing, and it's it's starting to unfold for me. It's starting to unwrap. Yeah, it is, and um, I can't remember. I suppose the last time we got relegated, I felt this kind of fed up with it all, um, which was you know only really two years ago. Um, yep. It does seem like longer <laughs> ago, but it was two years ago when this was sort of happening. And before that, you know, you've got to look back to the sort of, I mean, even the, the, the dark days of the early 2000s, Viali, Lewington, even mm. there was more to cheer and you kind of knew what the, the idea of the football was. And yeah, we had massive financial issues and all the rest of it. But, you know, we didn't lose nine on the bounce or you know we didn't look as if we weren't ever going to score a goal again and we didn't look as if we were unable to keep a clean sheet I mean these are mm. really bad times that we're going through now these are amongst the worst I can remember in my near 40 years of supporting Watford mm. well, that, that's a strong statement but I think it's Real. right yeah I don't ever remember a period where I thought oh, how are we going to get on tonight I mean you know will we keep a clean sheet I don't remember that before. This is new yeah. territory for me. So, you know, things can only improve would be one way of looking at it, but who's going to lead it? It remains to be seen, doesn't it, really? Yep, 100%. Hi, this is Nigel Gibbs, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. On a more cheery note, the subway between St Mary's Church and the top of, I guess that is the top of Vicarage Road, is it there? Yeah, it is, yeah. Is that Vicarage Road? Vicarage Road? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just before the precinct. Um 
Merwolves have been down there for, well, it seems like a couple of weeks, actually. But certainly within the last week just gone, they've been adding the, uh, the, the, the flourishes to it. What a lovely thing that is now down there. Awesome, isn't it? It's amazing. So as you come from the churchyard um, and as you go into the subway, there's a massive picture of Harry the Hornet with Harry the Hornet written on the wall. Actually, before that, there's the lyrics to your song on the left-hand side, uh, the same lyrics that are on the Sir Elton John stand. Um, And then as you go down the subway and as you turn the corner, there's a massive wall with Elton John and Graham Taylor, lovely pose. And on the left-hand side, there's sort of a view from the back of the rookery onto the pitch with all the flags, which is amazing. Uh, As you go through the tunnel, there's uh, some sort of glass frames and inside they've got pictures that children have done of Harry the Hornet. And then as as you go through the tunnel... Through to the other side. On the left-hand side, there's a cartoon strip version of the Dini Gold against Leicester, complete with, what was his name, Knockart on the floor, <laughs> <laughs> laying on his back, with the commentary from Bill Leslie, penalty that is a massive decision, and Al, uh, Knockart takes, Almunia saves, Forestieri, here's Hog, Dini, and in the exclamation mark, do not scratch your eyes, uh, <coughs> hence the bit at the beginning of the podcast yes. there, which I think I'm going to keep in as we go. Um, oh, yes, 100%. Yes. And then at the end of that, a portrait of uh, Troy Deeney, uh, Cliff Holton, Luther Blissett and Tony Coton. And if you come back on yourself, turn around and come back on yourself, then on the left-hand side, there's a Panini sticker of Nigel Gibbs, which I think is amazing. There's a mural of uh, Tommy Mooney that he signed. Uh, and then there's a picture of Duncan Wellborn, uh, who I don't remember playing for Watford, but, you know, would have been a legend years ago. So <clears throat> it happened. It looks absolutely amazing. The paint was still wet on there last night when I went down to see the finished article. Don't lean on the railings, I was told, because you're going to get black paint all over you sort of thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it does. It looks really, really good, and I think it's a really nice thing to have in our town. So well done to Mark and the team at Merwolves once again. because that Yeah, Mark's a top guy. He's, uh, he's, uh, we've had him on the, on the podcast, so yeah. real, 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 real nice guy. Shame he's a West Ham fan, but you can't win them all. That's but a no, massive uh, shame. But yeah, yeah, but they they are amazing. I mean, they go all over the country doing different bits. Uh, they're, they're amazingly busy. So um, no, it's really, really, really cool that they've they've done that, and it looks amazing. It does, it does. And there's been a lot of um, concern about how it's going to be kept nice, but there is going to be a clear varnish put all over it, which is quote unquote vandal proof. And if it does get damaged, then the council can come down and wipe it off, apparently, or mm. repair it. So that was a big concern amongst most people. I think like, well, yeah. you know, what if away fans come and trash it? Don't worry. It it, uh, it will be as close to being vandal proof as possible. So great job. If you want to uh, go and have a look at that, it is as I say between the churchyard of St Mary's, goes under the ring road uh, and comes out the other side at the top of Vicarage Road, or is it the bottom of Vicarage Road? I don't know. But yeah, yeah, it's at the top or the bottom. I don't never, know. never decided. I, I yeah. wasn't even sure that was Vicarage Road there. I suppose it is. Yeah, because Vicarage Road goes all the way past the hospital, and then you've got the set of lights that carries on all the way up there as well. Does it? Well, yeah, on, onto Vicar- the Hollywell there. Yeah, yeah, at the top there, yeah, that's that's the start of Vicarage Road or the end of Vicarage Road, right. whatever way you want to look at it. Terrible, I was born on that road and I don't even know how far it extends. Yeah, <laughs> north, yeah north and south or east and west. Uh, Ebury Way, e- you can join it at Ebury Way. Is that right? Vicarage Road, yeah. I don't even think there's a vicarage on there anymore, is there? I think there might have been years ago. but Years uh... ago at some point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wherever that was. Wherever that was, yeah. Hi, this is Peter Taylor, the Mayor of Watford, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Burnley then, next game. You got yeah, much hope for that. You're not going, no? No, no. It's even been moved to a Saturday. Got to be honest with the Man United game so close as well. Yeah, and I, and I never had tickets to go in there in the midweek, so I'm, I'm 
yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a miss. Is, yeah. I'm swerving it, which might be a good thing because remember the last one I swerved at Everton. Yeah, that's um, true. It ended quite well. That's so, true. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a little bit of me that thinks that as well. Yeah. Might be Frankie Lamp's first game. You never know. <laughs> or Claudio's last. Well, last. Yeah, exactly. Which I personally think has been and gone, but we wait and see, don't we? I'll the be, corner yeah, flag I, will I, be I, being prepared, I imagine. I, I'm expecting to see tomorrow, as you say, we you know, just gone four o'clock on Saturday. Sunday, I'm expecting the old corner flag to be on Facebook and, and the announcement made. I wouldn't be surprised. And I, I won't be too heartbroken either, really. Nope. Um, he's not. For me, you know, if, if he went today... I know we're we're treading on old ground that we've already covered here, but if he went today, I would very much put him in the same bracket as Pepe Sanino. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say Dave Bassett. I think he's probably he's in a class of his own. Class of his own. I'm yeah. trying to think where I'd put him in terms of managers. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he's not a Yukanovic because he got us promoted. I'd probably put him in the same bracket as Kike Sanchez Flores, second time round second time round yeah just, I mean at, at some point don't I lie. think I might I might do myself a little list and just you know put them in a sort of league table because we've probably got enough managers now to make a, a league table well certainly in, even in the last five or six years we could do yeah. that the last yeah, 10 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah I, I'm not going to be that sad to see him go to be honest I think he didn't exactly endear himself to the fans I don't think I, I don't even think we had a chant for him did we I can't even we didn't we didn't have a yeah, chance. Yeah, there was there was one that was there was one that was kicking around. Claudio Fantastico, that one. Oh, but okay. yeah, the, it, Claudio Fantastico, Claudio Magnifico, Ole Ole, Ranieri. Right. right, that one. Yeah, well, I can see why that wasn't aired because when on yeah. earth would you sing that? Certainly not when he yeah. was making substitutions. No, no, no. And talking of songs, you premiered one to me last night. I did, which it's I good, said to you. I said to you, next time we're on a podcast, would you sing that? And I think that if we can get this out there, it could be. It could it be could one. Be. But, but again, you know, I think you might have to score a goal before it comes out. Yeah. Do you want me to give it a little whirl? I think you should give it a whirl. Um, do you want to know, right. or do you, are you happy to just, you know? No, no, because obviously I'm a, I'm a. Because you're a professional singer. singer. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not. Right, stand I by. Need, stand, I don't need a key. Okay. Well, stand by, everybody. This is uh, Carl James' uh, premiere of anybody uh, that wants to name the, uh, the the song that it's off as well. Um, yeah, feel free to comment. I might even have a bit of a, an improvement for you. I don't know. Um, right. I don't know. But here we go. This is a brand new chant. Um, copyright. Do not scratch your eyes. Twenty twenty two. Carl James. Go for it. And I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Whoa, Here we go. Dennis King and Joe Pedro. There you go. There you go. The only bit I don't. I think we could change is the ooh bit in the middle. Just carry on with okay. the like it, maybe. So, I like it, okay. I like it, I like it, I like it, I la, la, I like it. I don't know, okay. maybe that's now going to be too long. Well, well listen, you know, um, I'm, I'm up for negotiations. It's, it's, it's not a problem. I actually can't take full credit for this, I must uh, admit. You see, now you made me believe last night that this was something that you'd sat and composed yourself. Well, not, no, not All right, fully. you gave that impression then. yeah. Yeah, I gave that impression. Yeah, right. So who who is actually responsible for this? Uh, Hemel. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Hemel's, Hemel's, Hemel's a Hemel. friend of the podcast. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Hemel uh, Hemel came to me and said, "I've got a bit of a see what you see what you think." And right. I uh, yeah, I went with it. I've got to say, Hemel doesn't look like your average status quo fan. In fact, uh, no, he's, he's, he's he, very much. He, I don't. I, I how old is Hemel? Twenty six. 26, 27. I yeah. don't think he knows who status quo are. But no. I think where he heard it from was Arsenal have a 
a very similar tune for Smith Row. Oh, okay. Um, and I, and it, that's where we've converted okay. it from. Right, okay. Yeah. I, I'll tell yeah. you a song that I think we should probably nick which was I, I can't remember who was singing it last night we don't win at home and we don't win away it, yeah it was that was yeah. Manchester City song that they yeah, were singing yeah, yeah. which is ironic for Man City to be singing that what are you talking about you always yeah. win at home you always win away so that might be one worth stealing because I think that's quite a good little chant that that's a good little chant that's yeah. a good little chant but I think you know the, the, the rocking all over the world one that you've um, taken from Hemel you know you heard it here first everybody so should we ever be in a position where we're winning a game oh, i know i know we do have to sort of <laughs> leap of imagination now. yeah 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 you've got to use your imagination for that everyone and and our <laughs> forwards are firing on all cylinders again yeah you know yeah just imagine that happening then i think there is a chant there that um you know we we could certainly get behind um so Dennis well, King and Gel Pedro. Yeah. Dennis King and Gel Pedro. Okay, yeah, it works for me. Let's hope we keep those players. Well, yeah, it'll work for the rest of the season. What if Sar comes back? Yeah, unlucky. <laughs> 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 well, he needs, a, it, it, to be fair, you know, there is a song for him, but I, football chants to me just don't overcomplicate the situation because it's, when you first hear them, you're kind of like, what did, well, what was that? You know, yeah. and you get, you get people coming up to you going, how does that go? And it's if it's too complicated, and you've had, you know, you just it just doesn't get doesn't get going. No, so, there's one there's one for Sar that I struggle with. I don't even know Sar's song. I didn't even know. He yeah, had well, there's a couple lurking around. That um, one of them is he's a Sar man. Oh he's yes, a Sar man running down the wing. Blah 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 blah. Something yeah. something something. No yeah. goal by Joshua King, no doubt. Oh, well done. <laughs> like you did there. <laughs> there was another one that you created last night, which was quite funny, which was, uh, I can't remember, <laughs> something to do with the lights going off. Electricity, we've been cut off or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've been cut off, we've been cut off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that didn't yeah, catch was, on, I, unfortunately. I was, You're on your own with that one, but it was very I good. I was on my own with that one. Quite, quite a lot of what I was saying last <laughs> night was on my own. <laughs> well, you know, that was quite a good one. Very specific for the floodlights yeah. going off. You know, I don't suppose we'll bring that one out again. But Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> very good, very good. Right, well, listen, I think it's time for us to disappear. Please make sure you um, join us on Twitter at the end of matches now. As, as much as is possible, uh, we're going to try and do a Twitter space at the end of each game because they've just become quite popular really last night we had chris stark talking on on our we um, did we did our twitter space as well as a nigerian guy funnily enough wishing us all the worst and uh we, we also <laughs> well, it's true isn't it and it we is had true. a lot of palace fans a lot of norwich fans obviously and it's really good because you know you never know until someone starts talking what on earth they're going to say you see a, yeah. a, a twitter handle you go all right let's see what this person's got to Mo- say most of them are in good spirits like you know they're not there was one guy that you got a bit shirty with last night uh yeah i think he was probably a palace fan and i think there was a little bit of needle and it got to the point where i muted the palace fan <laughs> and, and, and and moved proceedings on because I could see four other people wanting to talk and it went down to three and then to two. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, well, let's get, get these gone. guys on. Get them gone. Um, but yeah, on the whole, it's, it's, it's been great. There was some great banter with a Burnley fan after the Newcastle game. So yeah, if you, if you want to get involved in that, after matches, usually 
10, 15, maybe 30 minutes after a game, we'll run up a Twitter space. Carl and I host it. Peter's on there. Pidge comes on. Um, sometimes Tom from um, Golden Pages. It, it depends who's about, but it's always a, a good bit of banter. And you can have a, you can have your say. You can have a bit of a rant if you want. We won't, you know, censor anything. And what we probably will do as well, if I remember to record them, is to <laughs> upload them to the podcast as well. So you'll be kind of immortalised on one of our podcasts as well. So if you want to do that, that would be absolutely fantastic. Also, don't forget, please, to subscribe to the podcast and to the YouTube channel, which is... Uh, that is D-N-S-Y-E podcast. It is. Uh, and that's also the... Well, actually, the Twitter is D-N-S-Y-E underscore podcast. But yeah, do do come on to our Twitter as well. We normally follow back as well. So uh, there you go. You, get, you gain a new follower. And, and you probably also get notification of our Twitter spaces as well if you follow us as well. So um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well. It's um, it's It's been a joy um, ranting again. I do feel quite relieved when we do one of these especially after a result like last night I think oh do you know what I'm thinking is it worth inviting Mr Collins back on because he generally kickstarts our seasons when he comes on check the Twitter DMs I was talking to him this morning oh excellent yeah what fantastic news yeah but not necessarily about coming back on but about something else so have a quick look at the Twitter DMs when oh you, all right when, Ooh, we, when we sign exciting exciting yeah but Odyssey he does he, he's a bit of a charm isn't he Andy when he yeah. comes on and he did we, say we need him we need him at the moment we did say got, he wants to run got Nigeria after us well so. we have yeah we have <laughs> That's another thing. I mean, whoa, Watford's social media, wow. I, I, I just, if I was an admin of that social media, I'd go, I think today's the day we start blocking and, and, and yeah. removing comments because otherwise this is never, ever going to go away. And I know you're, you know, you're trying to hold back the tide a little bit because, you know, Nigeria, quite a big country, but not all of them like football and not all of them hate us. So eventually they will get the message that, oh, look, if we put anything underneath any of their posts, we're just going to get blocked. Yeah. We're just going to get blocked and, 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 and it's going to get removed then. Let's, let's not bother anymore but it's put me off the uh, official social media now because from the club because it's just not worth looking through it whereas no, before you no. go through and you go oh that's an interesting point oh oh yeah no he's, he's right there you just think look another what is the frog thing do you know what that is oh it's yeah it's a it's a meme i think they've they've yeah i don't and what don't is fully what, un- what, what is valuelance is that just not a, everything's not about valuelance? And then there's all this stuff as well about being relegated for 600 years, which would put us in the, well, a league I can't even think of, really. Well, I mean, I'm not going to worry about it, to be fair. I won't see, like, you know, the last 500 well, and... It's true. <laughs> it's true, yeah. We'll only be in a sort of, like, a few below the conference by the time we yeah, expire. Yeah, yeah I, it's true. You know, there's, there's still a possibility that we'll be in, you know, some, some shape or... You know, we'll have a lovely stadium, though. Lovely stadium for a team in that lowly division, yeah. you know. Yeah, unless we've no, got to sell good. it. Yeah, I, I'm really am put off by the official channels at the moment because it's just nothing worth looking at with all that stuff going on. Look at ours instead. Have a look at the Do Not Scratch Your yeah. Facebook page. There's no, there's no threats of voodoo under every post we put on at the moment. Not, not yet. And if there is, <laughs> I'll block them and remove them because I can. And I just don't really know why that isn't a procedure from... I suppose you have to weigh it up, first of all. Oh, is this actually a genuine fan and we don't quite understand what he's trying to say rather than something malicious or whatever. But I, my, yeah. my, my, my my take on that would be block now, ask questions later, because honestly, it's putting people off. It really is. It's, yeah, it is. It is. It's getting a joke now. Yeah. If you're listening, comms team at Watford, do that. 
Uh, and in the meantime, look after yourselves and, and try and enjoy the football because it, it, it's really difficult. We will be back soon. As uh, mentioned previously, Mr. Ronnie Rosenthal has expressed an interest on coming on this podcast. We need to chase that, but... That I will get that done straight away. You're going to do that straight away. Marvellous. Uh, we're still working on some other names as well. It's, you know, it's not always easy. Stay with us. We will have some more guests on, hopefully. So, yeah, until next time, which is probably going to be after the Burnley game, I would think, unless something major happens in the meantime it's it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from me see you later mate you ons you ons sports social podcast network the TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.